There it is. For you guys. Was... Enjoy, enjoy! Tampa Bay Lightning fans, here we are! We are live right here from District Tavern. I'm Stash Thomas Schooley right next to us. Across the table. Big win, last seconds of the game two. Lightning win, two to one. Victory up two to nothing in the series coming home. Thomas Schooley, you were at Amelie for the watch party. How was it? Crazy. Out of this world. It was... There was that time when Bobrovsky got that glove slip save that actually looked like it went in. And they actually played the goal horn outside of Amelie and the place was going nuts. And we all jumped up and then we went, wait, Panther fans are standing up. That that wasn't a goal. So we realized it wasn't a goal. They went to the commercial. Greg Wolf got up on the thing. Um, but kudos to the Lightning for putting on these last minute uh, watch parties down at the front of Amelie. Um, they did them pretty well. I got these nice little shades. Move over, shooter. We got new shades on the show. Yeah, thanks to Bud Light. We got those cool shades. Um, crazy, crazy. Um, three, three seconds left. If you watch any kind of local news tonight, all you're going to see is clips from the watch party and the place going nuts. They had the fans on the bottom, and then they had... Um, full-time employees up on the top, up on the beer garden, and the place was just rocking. So it's kind of crazy that it seemed like what was happening at the watch party and Thunder Rally was more ruckus, more involved than, which admittedly a better fan presence in in uh, Sunrise tonight, right? Admittedly, it seemed way yeah. more. Like they were there, they they got the message, they got the memo, right? After game one, show up, show up. If we want to be a showcase of hockey in Florida, you guys show up, right? Well, they did, and it was it was a little bit better, but it's still kind of sad that even here at District Tavern, I felt like the energy was better than what I sensed through the broadcast in that arena. And I know what it's like being here in our in our fan base and everyone criticizing us for not being loud enough, but. There's a difference between loud and having energy, right? You can sense energy as well. And they, I was even saying right before they got that leaky goal, and that was leaky, Dubassi, I said, hey, they need something because the, the Panthers aren't responding. They weren't responding in game one. There was no physicality. There was no rough stuff, right? We talked about that after the first game. They and brought the it to the beginning out, of this game. A bit, a bit. But guess what? Lightning, unfazed. Unfazed. Listen, one word for this team: Warriors. How many times that that locker room was just a triage of players going in and out, getting stitched out, getting fixed. It was a parade. Yeah, the black parade, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and let me tell you, Stamkos, when I was watching boy, the second round against the Florida Panthers. I saw a black parade. It was our players going down the tunnel. But guess what? It was a two-way tunnel, my friend. The two-way yeah. tunnel. Not a one-way tunnel tonight. Every guy that went down that tunnel came back. They came back. And there was one point I did I did agree with the Florida Panthers fans when Stammer got that puck to the hand, and there was an icing. Technically, he should have been able to go off the ice. They allowed them to go down the tunnel, and right afterwards, you heard the uh, Panther fans started chanting, refs, you suck. 
if there's an injury, technically they're allowed to go off of the icing. But we would do the same thing in Dude, our house. Listen, we had two guys take pucks to the face oh, in the uh, defensive zone, and they went down, and there was no whistle. Yep. So fuck them. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Fuck them. They got those. Let, let's. And by the way, Warrior, even Stamkos, leading the way, block it two. Two block shots, one off the shin, and he stayed on the ice too. By the way, when he took that one off the left shin, he was on one leg and still made it. If it's a play on the inboards, there was it was impactful in that possession. And then he went to the board, the bench, came back. I think I mean, we talked all this season how this season more than ever he's really shown his captain. He's nope. really he's really showed he's really stepped up when they needed it. When he wasn't scoring, he shows it in different ways. We see that right now in the playoffs. He's not really scoring. He had, did have an assist last game. He has an assist this game. Um, but, I mean, just if I'm a player on that bench and I see the captain three different times go down that tunnel and no. three different times come back to the bench and the very next um, shift go out on the ice, I'm playing my ass off for a head. Who so, said it? Right, there's no way you don't. You don't want to be the guy. You don't want to be the guy that had the chance to block a shot and didn't, and then go back to that bench. You don't want to be that guy. Who said it today? Ryan McDonough in the last game we talked about it set the record for the most blocked shots in playoff history. Seventeen some odd years they've been tracking that stat. Right, about seventeen something like that. There's a lot of great defensemen that have played. Who did he overtake? Dan Girardi. Well, right. Girardi. <laughs> yeah. He didn't play all of his hockey here, but he played meaningful hockey here. Right. He played some really meaningful hockey yeah. here. And I think he paved the way, honestly, an unsung hero, I believe, in the blue line of this development of this hockey team is Dan Girardi. Because he came in and he set a tone. He did. Hedman wasn't the physical guy. Hedman never, even tonight, I even said it today, I still wish Hedman was 10% more physical. I, I, I must have yelled it three time, times down there. Put your body but, on him, But Hedman. at the Put same time, though, guess him. what, though? Here's the thing, Scully. You know what? I, in the same breath, I said, I wish he was 10% more physical. But guess what? He has the other five or six defensemen to be physical for him. He gets to be that finesse, skilled defenseman, and everyone else puts their body on the line. Because guess who you don't want going down that tunnel? Victor fucking Hedman. Okay? You know, in the end, you don't. You don't I, want Hedman going down I that do tunnel. Like, I do like what what it was the TBS, TNT, whatever station it was right. on tonight. I did like their compliment. They they actually said this defense starts at McDonough. Yeah. And, and then said headman. But then they said there is no short in this defense. You, you then got a Chernak. You still got a Bogosian. You got a Sergachev. You still have so many defensemen that TNT. Thank you. Uh, you still have all these defensemen that are just sitting there playing, and they give so much kudos to us. Guess what? It's time for school in the stash. <laughs> Kevin Cowan said it. Have we lost the game since Shooter left the country? Someone void that dude's passport. You know what? I said it last last show. I think he's sabotaging us because he's afraid of the rise of schoolie in the stash. Just saying. We're getting better at this. Did you see uh, what he said? On, did you see what he said on Twitter? He said, um, the better looking one is out. He's out of the country right now. I said, "Oh, you must have been drinking while you're there." Oh, you! I didn't know his wife was with him. I didn't know Carly. Or Miss, I'm sorry. The mean news coming. I didn't know Mrs. Shooter was with him. <laughs> um, so yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought right. tonight's game. We've talked about this. 
you're not going to win a two to one game against these Bolts. No, you're not. That's, that's lightning hockey. That's lightning Quinta playoff hockey. Central. Lightning Count playoff hockey. Bulls, right? If you're gonna, central. If, in the playoffs, if you're going to get into those five or six goals, it's going to favor Florida. If yep. we're holding them to one goal, the Bolts are going to win that. And listen, I'm going to tell you right now, that was a leaky goal. That was a yep. leaky goal by Vassy. He thought he had it. That should have been a shutout. Yeah. Should have been a shutout. Okay. And I'm going to tell you, right, I, I, I made a comment. My, our, ben, our, our, our buddy Dan Harajan made a, made a couple posts during the game. And I replied to him, I don't think there's a more comfortable team in the entirety of the league playing 0 0 hockey than the Lightning. Nope. No one is more comfortable. And I've taken a step further. No one is more comfortable playing one goal hockey than the Lightning. No, nobody. They nobody. Played, so you, you, the Panthers came out and they were hidden. They, nope. they came out and tried Weather to. Weathered the storm. Right. And the Lightning, lightning just the storm. took it, didn't take any bait. We, we did a couple hard hits. Discipline. Right. Patience. Now, second period, I thought dragged on, was slow. Then you had that third period, and I'd say right at the halfway mark, the 10 minute mark, something clicked with the Lightning. And they just and they even made an announcement on TNT that we had only had two shots and they they weren't really good shots. Then all of a sudden the lightning woke up and they were just peppering Bobrovsky. Yeah. You could just feel the wind going out of um, South Florida and it was going all lightning momentum. Yeah, we got a buddy there, Bucks. You know, he, you know, he's out there. Bucks report. He's out there on our on our other show. He's got a good point here. The Bolts are finally starting to lock it down and play the type of hockey the Coots preaching about all season. That's what I don't understand about all these talking heads across the league. We all know there's two seasons in hockey, right? Regular season, second season, right? First season, second. We know that. Like. If you know hockey, you know the playoffs aren't called the playoffs. It's called the second season. It's called the second season for a reason. And you know what, Carlene? You're right. This jersey, by the way, undefeated since I got it. Since I got it. I didn't wear it in game five. It's all right. But game six to seven, I'm telling you, it's undefeated. Anyways, that being said, though, this team, this team was patient. They were patient. They took what came to them. They played their game. They were disciplined. They learned from that Toronto series. So undisciplined hockey puts you in disadvantage, disadvantageous position, right? You want to be the, you want to be leading this game. And I, I don't think that the Lightning ever seemed out of sorts. No, I don't feel like they ever felt pressure at all in this game. Florida came in, obviously showing pressure for all 60 minutes. All 60 minutes, we saw pressure on the Panthers. And by the way, by the way, this puts the Panthers one and nine, I believe, all time in playoff games after a loss. And the first time they won a game in their playoff history was last series against Washington after losing game one. They won game two. Let's make it one and 11. Oh, don't you worry, my friend. One and eleven. I, I think they have. I, I mean, I don't know what they have left because how better do they play? How can the can the Panthers play better hockey than they did tonight? No, they got. I mean, you saw they started switching their lines, so they started getting frustrated and they started switching up something because 
they couldn't get any passes. They right. couldn't get any shots. They couldn't get anything. So what did they do? They switched with their line. They scored the one foot goal and couldn't get anything else in. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know what? That's the thing about the class. They're not doing enough of that. And I, it comes down to coaching. Here's their, here's their coach nominated for Jack Adams when they won the President's Trophy. Did our coach get nominated for Jack Adams when he won the President's Trophy? Denny? No. Did he get nominated this year when his two top offensive players missed significant time and they still, what, fifth all-time in points as a franchise? Well, that was just to save our salary cap. Oh, yeah. Once again, it was something, again, right, shenanigans, right? This team is way too talented for Coop to get nominated. But, no, oh, the Panthers aren't overloaded, right? But I did, I no, did tell like me, how. Tell me. Tell me. I do like how TNT pointed out that literally this year could have been eight or nine different coaches. I disagree. I mean, you could have had. You could have had Colorado's coach. You could have uh, had. Nope. nope. Calgary's deserved it. Well, Suter sure. already. Suter wins it. Yeah, Sorry, Suter wins yeah. it. Period. No, look. This is the one. It's like it's one of those weird years that, like, a lot of times there's two or three coaches that actually above, like, above and beyond. Nobody deserves more praise than Suter and what he's done with that Calgary team. That Calgary team has been super talented and underperformed for seasons, and now that Calgary team came back, showed resilience, and whoa, what a burn burner last night! Right, a complete lack of goaltending. I mean, I thought I was watching baseball. Was there goalies? I, well, no, I don't think so. I don't think there was any goalies. I don't. But I also don't think that they have an answer for McDonut, right? But then does Calgary have a, an answer for Goudreau and Coleman? I mean, Pickles played his ass off last night. Kachuk, the one Kachuk brother that I like, he played his ass off. You know, the, the one in it. Ottawa sucks, but the one in Calgary is great. Gotta Sorry, have Calgary. it. And his dad wouldn't even throw his hat. Oh, I love Keith. I love Keith. No, Keith is one of my favorites of all time. Wouldn't throw his hat because they're on a I don't like Brady. Brady streak when he wears that hat. So yeah, well, Brady. Brady's a POS. I don't. I don't like the dude in Ottawa. That guy in Ottawa. He's a POS. Oh yeah. The guy in Calgary. I respect that kid. I respect him a lot. Uh, oh man. Okay. So we have two things. We have two things now. Shooter has to stay in Europe. And I cannot take this uh, Bolts basketball jersey off forever. So, by, by the way, since I've been wearing my Sergeant Chef shirt, since I've been eating Burger King every time for luncheon, let me tell you, uh, I thought I was going to puke when I ate it today. Uh, since we we take a run from the watch party down to the public to get ice cream because we are in Amelie to get ice cream. So we've been going to Publix to get ice You've been doing them all the same thing? Yes. And then two of my friends who weren't able to come today, one of them's in Nashville on work and the other one's in Orlando at Megaton, we're in a group text message and they're getting ice cream. They're doing the same. We set up our chairs the same. We set up our chairs the same at the watch party that we had the other night at game one. I mean, there wasn't anything we did different. We had candy like we had. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Um, Tell you right now, we came, we had the the show here during the bar call, right? And that's that's when you gifted me this thing that I've coveted for. I've covered a lot of things, but I was I was wanting one of these. Scott Nightingale wore his today. Scott wore his today in solidarity, solidarity, brothers coming together. But right now, I'm gonna tell you right now, I got this in the watch party between games. What three and four, right? 
I, I, I wore game four, won game four. Forgot to put it on for game five, lost game five. Halfway through game six, I was like, what am I doing? What's going on? Oh, man, I forgot I don't have the basketball jersey on. I go put it on, boom, suddenly five on three, boom, lightning score. And as they say, the rest is history. So, so far, as long as this sweater or this jersey has been worn during a game, the lightning are undefeated. I'm going to tell you right now, this is only going to be a playoff series jersey. If this if this streak holds true, okay, and I don't, it doesn't have to be undefeated. This has to be mostly undefeated, right? Like, if, if, if we win the third while I'm wearing this through the playoffs, this will officially be retired as a playoff-only attire. I don't want to ruin the juju for regular season. But I agree with Serena right here talking about Brady in the crowd with a beer in a hand and one in each pocket. That's the best he's ever looked. That's the best Brady Kachuk has ever looked in the stands. Schooly over here. He's, he's sitting here on the tweets. I'm trying to get – I want to share something with the us. De- the deets on the tweets. Uh, yeah. Anthony James, you know where I'm at. I'm at District Tavern. Schoolie's sitting right across from me. We were downtown tonight for an away game. Because, unfortunately, thanks to Kane Brown and all the powers that be, uh, my schedule will not allow me to be here for game three or game four. I hate, I hate to say it. I will be at game four. I, I, I just can't do it. But I will have a huge wash party. I'll be smoking meats and serving treats at my house on Sunday. Full house, lots of people. We'll be cheering on the bolts, and I'll be right here for the post game. That being said, though, I, I wouldn't like this is it, right? This is the hockey we've been waiting for. Remember in January when everyone's jumping off a cliff? Remember in February when everyone was. Um, Jumping off of K2. Remember it's February when everyone was jumping off the bandwagon? Oh, we could never win in the playoffs if we played this type of hockey. We could never do this. We could never do that. Do you just remember last week in the series against the Never say never. I think a lot of you need to go back and watch American Tale. You guys remember that old cartoon from the 90s? Remember that? Remember that? They made an entire song. About never say never again. Hey, Justin Bieber did it. So never say never. But say I do want to. I do want to go into something before the game. Uh, actually, Corey Perry was listed as scratch um, in the oh. initial. So he um, hurt himself. I have the video here. Yeah. Guess what? Guess who? Guess who doesn't? Never mind. <laughs> So I'm gonna share it right here. Oh. Here's here's the tweet. Oh. Kevin uh, Cowan's gonna be so conflicted if we get to the finals against the Avs. Are you doing it? You gotta you gotta you gotta share add the stream. Oh, uh, you can't see it there. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you. Thank you for being here for the post-game show. Lightning win, 2-1. to one. Another playoff hockey type of game. Finally, we're seeing playoff hockey, right? Like, that's that's something I've been waiting for. All these high-scoring games. I don't know if you guys watched Calgary and Edmonton last night. 9-6. to six. 
You can nine to six, yeah, nine to six, like a baseball game. No goaltending whatsoever in that game. Tonight right. you saw two guys standing on their heads. Watch this now we're gonna see guys. Corey Perry hurting himself. Oh, and I got him. He would try to covering up, and it, it was like a curveball. So he goes off. He goes off the ice, and the rule is if you go off the ice and you're not back before you, know, if you go off. You, you can't, can't play. play. Yeah. So they originally listed him as scratch, but right this, before the end of stitch fix, man, he came running out back onto the ice, got on the ice, and then right, right back off the ice. Gamer. And then who scores the first goal? A power Has play any goal. team spent a better nine hundred thousand dollars in no. the history of their franchise? Meanwhile, meanwhile, I don't know if you saw this. I don't know if you saw this today. Toronto's. End of the season presser. Did you see this? See this? The GM who was yeah. talking about how they asked him, Do you need to break up the fact that the, t- the four guys take up 50% out? He's like, I don't understand why you would spend money on guys that are less skilled. Excuse me. Excuse me. Nick Paul, anybody? Yeah. Excuse me. Corey Perry. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Three cups in a row, Mr. Motherfucking Patrick Maroon. Okay. Motherfucking Patty Maroon. Three cups in a row. Has he made more than $2 million? I don't even know what he got paid for the Blues. I know he hasn't made more than a million here. He got a pay salary increase next year, and his salary went with his extension from 900 to a million. I want to know. I want to know what Toronto thinks they're going to do continuing to pay their top guys so much money and not knowing, realizing that death. I mean, here's the, here's the other thing I realized tonight, too. Toronto only plays three lines in the playoffs. Yeah. You're not getting out. That, that's how you don't win the first round. I'm telling you that right now. That's how you don't win the first round in the playoffs is playing, play, playing three lines. You don't shorten your bench and win. You don't. Listen. Well, unless you're the Lightning and you're playing 11 and 7. Unless you're playing 11 and 7 or you're Lightning. You, you do that, you win that. Any game. more reason to know your life sucks after you just lost the game seven on your home ice, then you get carjacked. Yeah. I- oh, dude. <laughs> no, here's the thing, though. It really, because you know what? I, I love that guy. I actually like, I like that I'm guy. A, I'm a Marner fan. They, I'm a big Marner fan. They shit on him in Toronto. I love Eminem. I love M&M's. I hate the Leafs. I hate Toronto, but I love M&M's. I love Marner. I love Matthews. They deserve more. You know? What they don't deserve is a Nylander. They need Nylander gone. That guy did not battle. There was no fight in that guy at all in that first round. But look, we'll, 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 let's not let's not look back. Let's look forward. You know why? Wait, wait, wait. You know why? Who, who's Two? thinking there's a game five? Oh. I'm, look. Okay, so in the last round, someone said about the Lightning, game two was a must win. And I made a post saying, I don't believe I've ever thought that in a seven-game series, a game two was a must win. Today, I stand corrected. The Panthers In the pregame, they said this was a must win for the Panthers. And it was the first time I heard anybody say that about a game two in the best of seven series in any professional sport, including baseball, including basketball and hockey. And I was like, you know what? You're fucking right. You are right. This was a must win for the Florida Panthers. Sorry. Sorry. I I got some good quotes from coming out of the locker room. 
Um, Cooper said there was a lot of guys getting stitched up tonight, but they all came back. It was a hell of an effort. Ask Ross Colton if he had any other memorable last-minute goals. He, oh. smi- he smiled. Probably not. I'm not usually on the ice for the final minute. <laughs> that, that's pretty funny. Wow. Uh, Ross Colton, once, once it got rimmed down, I saw it on Kucherov's stick, and my eyes lit up a little bit because I knew it was coming, it was coming to him. Yep. Dude, so, then, let's tell you right now. Everyone was like, oh, we're losing Coleman. Oh, we're losing that third line. What do we do? How do we adjust? I was on this show. It is on record. That's one thing I love about the show. Everything I say is basically on record. What did I say, Thomas Schooley? Ross fucking Colton will be the guy that steps up and changes this team. Who is the be- who is better right now? Right now. In the playoffs for us than Ross Colton. Paul. Paul would be the only other Maybe. One. Maybe, but only Perry. because of Game Seven, right? Corey Perry. Yeah, well, and Corey Perry again. So yeah, so there you go. But that, but that puts the boss right. The top, right. If your name's going to be there with a Corey Perry, right. yeah. Either either you're being a dick or you're doing good on the ice. Well, and we and you know what? Something else I talked about we haven't talked about really at all this season is that everyone was so worried about Corey Perry coming in and what he was and the face of our franchise and everything else. And you know what? I think that everyone realized that we did it behind the scenes is that that guy is a good guy and he had a role to play on those teams. And they suddenly he was forced in that role. It's just that he was really good at it. And they were like, we need that. You know what? The lightning did not need that guy. We We don't need a worm. Well, and even Maroon is a a full on worm. We don't have real worms on this team. We don't have real goons on this team. What we have is a bunch of guys that play really good, skilled hockey, but are still physical and still are willing to stick up for themselves and each other. And Sorry, that's a thing. Guys see me oh yeah, out. we're yeah, well, we we're, we're watching this game too, right? And... We got we got the second game tonight on here in the bar. Let's let's. But, I want, you know what I'm talking about do... though. You know what I mean though. We don't have to be look. Uh, Gudis is the exa- perfect example in this series, right? Florida still has a guy like Gudis on their roster. I don't think they're ever going to get far in the playoffs with a guy like Gudis on their roster. But did you really see Gudis too much after Mar- once he gave Not him exactly the exactly my point? Exactly. And over, gave him the headlock. No, and, was and like, that was it. Dude, and, and, he had, and all he did was run his mouth and went to the penalty box. And so he's shortening your bench. Yep. While the Lightning, even at 11 and 7, have a long bench. That's what I don't think enough people give this team credit for. At 11 and 7, the Lightning still have a very long bench. I want to read you this tweet. Um, and this came from one of my favorite players that ever put on the Lightning colors, Nate Thompson. Dan nailed it right here. I'm going to tell you right now. Dan nailed it. Oh, That's no, a star. No. Total team effort, dedicated playing playoff style hockey. We've seen it three games in a row now. And even game six in the in the latter half of game six. So I would say three and a half games, right? The end of game six, when they came back and won it, and then in overtime, with the overtime victory. And then game seven, two to one victory. Game one, second round, two to one victory. Game two, second round, two to one victory. Let, we are finally seeing playoff hockey. Right. Let me read you Finally. this quote, uh, this this comment tonight from Nate Thompson, who I really love in the lightning colors. He says, and I want to know your opinion on this. So I want to know everybody's listening's opinion. Stammer should go down as one of the best captains to play. 
in a conversation with Eisenman, Messier, Sackett, pure goal scorer, underrated playmaker, physical, good face-off guy, and plays the right way. Fun to watch. Top of the list. Yeah, you, you can't Period. disagree with that. I, and that's why I'm telling you right now. I've said it since one, day one. Every like, I think that's why we have such a good fan base here. You, there's so many other things. Sure, we've won a lot. Okay, we've won cups. We've we've done all the other things. We have great ownership or anything else. But you know who kept us here in the dark years? Stephen fucking Stamkos. Stephen fucking Stamkos. Whenever Vinny and Marty were leaving, Stammer was still here. Stammer was committed. And you know what? The rest of the nation, twice, two times, the rest of the nation thought Stephen Stamkos was going back to Toronto. You know who never thought Stephen Stamkos was leaving? Tampa Bay. Not I, really. There was there was a fringe of, the, of you know what I'm saying. The naysayers always could be there. I remember that last night they lost to get knocked out of the playoffs, and they ended the they ended his contract. I was at the airport when he flew back. Stamkos was the only player to stop. There was probably about 200 of us. One of my you're super staticky a little bit. Oh. Is that better? I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know, but it's all right. So one one of my friends who was on probation and not even allowed out of Pinellas County had to go to the airport and see Steven Stamkos. I've been there. It could have been his last day. Um, Steven pulls his car up, parks, gets out, and goes and shakes everybody's hand, signs autographs for every single last person because he didn't know. I think in his heart he knew he was coming back here to Tampa, but you never know. And so when that night, I was like, God, I hope this man comes back. And he has. Hey, you try to unplug and unplug back in real quick. Give it the old pinch and roll. There you go. Speak again. Oh, no, I can't hear you at all. No, damn it. Right, well. I, I, yeah, so. Yeah, well, don't worry, Anthony. You're not the only one. I can't hear you at all. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, I got you back on again now. All right, well. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. Funny. Go back to your bush, schoolie. Go back to your bush. How dare you come out to public to do the post-game show when we can't hear you? Go back to your bush. It's funny because I, when uh, Stash said, hey, come join me over here, I said, if they win, I got to do it from the bush at Emily. I was like, you got air conditioning. There's air conditioning. Over there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. It's uh. It's it's it's. I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you came down here. You know, because we, we listen. Shout out to District Tavern. I haven't done that enough throughout this playoff series. Ali and the team here at District Tavern have been so hospitable. They've been they've embraced us from day one. As soon as we started talking about coming down here and doing anything around here, they love it here. And I'll tell you right now, this is a packed house for the away game. This is the place to come. I mean, I know you could be down there at Thunder Alley, and it's you know, and it's a good time. There's thousands down there, but like. If you don't want to deal with all the humdrum and all all the craziness, this is a really good place to come watch Lightning hockey. It was all hockey fans here. No one here like no one here was here for 
for fun or for anything else. It was it was business. It was all business here at District Tavern, and the business was playoff hockey. And guess what, baby? Business was good because once again the Lightning won two to one. Uh, patience. I, that's what I was talking about tonight, Thomas Gooley. Patience. Our friend Dan Harrison made made some points on Facebook. You know what I said tonight? I don't believe there is a single team in the NHL that is more comfortable playing 0-0 or one-goal hockey than the Tampa Bay Lightning, especially in the playoffs. They looked so comfortable and so cool. Florida was pressing and pressing and pressing. And I even said to the person in the bar next to me, I'm like, Florida better do something here because there's been no response. There's been no bark. Fuck a bite. There's not even any bark in this team. And they've been losing. Well, I'll tell you what. They played one of their best games without, I mean, this isn't Washington, okay? This isn't the suspect defense and goalie. This is an aging team with an injured Ovechkin that you're playing. That you almost went down 3-1 to one against, by the way. By the way, the Cats were this far from going down 3-1 to one in that series. I mean, sure, New York came back three to one, and and I'm not saying it can't happen, but it would have been a much more testing of a series had that happened. And I think they have less confidence, and I still don't see a lot of confidence in that Florida team. Do you see confidence in that team? No, no, and I think going down there too, coming into Amelie, that's going to be a daytime day. Oh. On a Sunday. Sunday matinee. Oh, stop. No. It's going to be rocking Insane. at Amelie. Insane. It's going to be rocking out front of Amelie. Florida Panthers are going to cry. Yeah. It, it, In the locker room. Be, it's going to be such a... They, If the Lightning take a lead anytime in that game, you are not going to get Amelie to quiet down. Yeah. I was... Her cats, they don't bark. Cats don't bark. She's right. She's right. I mean, that's that's just science. That's just science. She's really good. Hey, by the way, are we gonna give away some shit? Yeah. Do we have a hashtag? Do we've told people? Oh, we can't do hashtag, can we? I, forgot. No, I didn't do this. Not damn it. Just comments. Well, I'm gonna leave it to Schoolie tonight. Schoolie gets to pick both of the winners. I'm giving him that pressure. Um, <laughs> that being said, Anthony James, yes, game four. If you can make it, my house. You know where I live. If you don't, measures me. Uh, and all of you watching, if you want to make the check for Pasco and you can't go to the game, message shoot the sash. Hashtag, I don't care. Hashtag don't care. Shit. Uh, <laughs> hey, I like it. Derek Yates knows how we roll here. We, I are, started, we are not above it. Look, we pander. The show, we should be called We the Pander, not We the Thunder. The show, We the Pander. I don't mind pandering to our fans. But I'll tell you what, right now, the, hockey, the the baseball jersey or the basketball jersey undefeated ever since we came to District Tavern it's been a different tone to the lightning as well right right this is I'm telling you right now you don't want to play this team in a seven game series set it all season long fuck the regular season fuck everything else everyone all the fans of other teams COVID cup bubble cup all this stuff I, I just I just don't think you want to play a team with this moxie, with this resiliency, with this patience in a seven-game series when everything's on the line. Like, 
If someone was even saying that, oh, if there's one team that's not intimidated by Vasilevsky, it's the Panthers. Well, that's fine. It's fine if Vasilevsky doesn't intimidate you. But guess what? I think the rest of the team does at this point, right? Like in the last couple of seasons, it was Vasilevsky that was doing the work. Now, the rest of the lineup, even with the new guys that have been added, the rest of the lineup. Time for like the the guys in front of Vassy to win a cup, right? Because basically, no one's wrong. Vassy helped win. Like Vassy was basically the linchpin in the last two cups. I think it's time for the boys to pay him back, right? Let him be. Let him be. Just let him take a season off. Like okay, Russia and the war and all these other things. Let let him just be at a, a regular above average goalie, not the greatest goaltender in the world because he is. But let him just be a regular, above-average goalie, and you guys go be elite, all of you in front of him. And I really think that's what we're going to see in this playoffs. It's like 2004. Like, Javi Bowen was great, but it was really the defense in front of him that made him a wall. He didn't have to stop the craziest shots. He had to stop the regular shots. And I think that's what Vassie needs right now. I think Vassie, oh, Vassie deserves the rest of the guys on the ice to go out and steal a game or a series or three for him. Because, man, how many series has he stolen for this franchise and these guys, right? I like to see tropical hockey here. I haven't seen you on the on the feed before. Welcome, welcome. You're new, but I agree. The new guys have integrated 100%. Scoring goals really, really matter. And you know what? A lot of people think they're out. They're still out, 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 uh, out of the pasture for Hagel. Let me tell you right now. Brendan Hagel is taking it. He is taking it. They are targeting him. They are going physical. Since he came to this team trying to take him out, that guy is impressive in his tenacity, right? He's not necessarily always on the score sheet, but guess what? How many penalties has he drawn? How many hard penalties in the corner? High-sticking. Four already. Four high-sticking penalties early in the game. He's drawn on the back check. Not, I mean, there's so many intangibles, and you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Tropical Hockey, Tampa Bay. The new guys have integrated 100%. And, and there's, like, there's two a man. Two a man, they know their role. They know their role. And we're, we're seeing quintessential lightning hockey right now. We, we're talking, we talked a little bit earlier about Cooper not getting the Jack Adams and that nomination. And I was sitting there thinking today, okay, why would he get it? And then I went, let's see. His whole third line was blown up. He lost his whole third line um, from his back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. Came in third in his division. Got two, two people who brand new to the team at the trade deadline that ended up integrating well. Got a Corey Perry who he put in integrated well. Yes, he, he deserved to be in that conversation for the back Adams. I was like, in the conversation where you're, you're where bearing the headline though, dude. You're bearing the headline. How many games missed by their two top forwards this season? Right. You're yeah. not even speaking that. That alone, like any other any other playoff, any other coach in the history of the NFL, or sorry, NHL, that lost their two top offensive guys for a significant number of games in the regular season and still put up 100 points, 
that guy is a Jack Adams nomination every fucking year. I've been watching this sport way too long. That guy gets nominated every year. Instead, instead, he gets punished once again because of a good GM and a good owner that has money and doesn't afraid spending up to $3,000 or less to the salary cap. Somehow, John Cooper continues to be punished because he knows how to manage top talent. Guess who doesn't know how to manage top talent? The guy in Vegas who just got fired. The Boer. The Boer. The guy in Toronto still has a job. They shouldn't. Right? Barry Trotz. Barry Trotz got fired for being a winner. He's got a Jack Adams under his belt, though. He's won one. So a lot of people are one of the winningest coaches of all times and every level you've ever coached at. And suddenly because you get to Tampa Bay in a, once again, non-hockey market, a non-hockey market, an SEC level team, you win back-to-back cups, you set a record for points in a season, and you still have only been nominated twice and never won. I don't understand oh. it. Oh, I see statement. The whole year... We've been fighting and have found ways yeah, to come back exactly. from adversity. This is just another test for us. We're going to reset, regroup, and get ready for the next game. Oh, Bob, take a seat. Because let me tell you, they lose game three, they're done with night on game four. There ain't no way they, they ain't no way they go down three games to zero. Listen, I don't. I'm not going to say any words right now. I'm just going to say, uh, how if how do they play better than tonight? How does Florida play better than tonight? The, the only thing they can change now is results. Well, or their power play. Yeah. And they 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 have power play. Well, well, they highlighted it perfectly, right? They, they, the Lightning had power play, and they pinpointed the fact that Lightning are super effective working in in between the dots, right? They work in between the dots. The Panthers work from outside the dots in. Well, when you look at the Lightning and there's four guys in a row, like the fucking China Wall, right? They get Wall of China. You're not getting anything through that. And and Panthers continue to refuse to adjust their power play. And as long as you refuse to change, the Lightning have you in their pocket. Well, here's that the PK is insane. They're their fans were booing their power play and then we were talking at the arena if we were 0-23 in our power play oh my got, god and we got a penalty i'd be like can oh. we decline it please no we, no, we, we, no we talked we, about that in toronto we just got five the first five. three games when they scored uh shorthanded goals on us what do we talk about on the show i said it we don't can we please not hey if they if, they, if you want to give us a power play we say no let's keep playing five on five can we decline a power play in the NHL? I said that in the in the Toronto series. I said that because they were so much better on than us early in the season in the series, the first three games. The last four games, the Lightning transformed, and they started taking over special teams. And John Cooper said it before, and he said it again. And I guarantee I didn't get to see the post game, but I guarantee he'll say it again tonight. Special teams continue to play a huge part of this team's success. Nobody is more patient right now than the Lightning. Nobody. Nobody. Nick Paul has been huge. I mean, Derek, you're right. Belly's been huge on the kill. But let's talk about Nick Paul. 
Let's talk about what Nick Paul has brought to the PK. Let's talk about what Corey Perry has brought to the PP in, in the absence of Braden Point. Everyone out there saying we could never win without Braden Point. How about that, Schooly? How many people did you see? Oh, if Braden misses two games, we miss this one game. Blah, 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 blah. Did you guys forget about Nick Paul? Oh, by the way, Scory Perry is your daddy. Scory Perry is your daddy. He scored a goal tonight on the power play that I think Point might not have because he's been in a bit of a slump lately. Let me say that. How about that? Is that too much of a take? Is that too hard of a well, take? For me to say that Point also, might not have scored that goal? Is Point, they also know that shot's coming from Point. Right. You don't expect that from Perry. Perry leaked down there. Yeah. Point stays there. Perry, he's – look, I love Point, but Point might need to study a little bit of, of Perry's power play game. You know what I mean? But I said this when Point went out that – that could have been a blessing in disguise. 11 and 7. Yep. And guess what? Ruda played a phenomenal game tonight. People talk shit about Ruda a lot. Phenomenal game. Sergi, still a little bit suspect. So but, questionable plays again. But when it mattered, he, he made the plays yeah. when it mattered. And that's our entire defensive core tonight. I will say that. The entire defensive core, when it mattered, they made plays. And once again, McDonough, full display. Full display, McDonough's Boy. playoffs. And foot, he isn't, foot isn't really shooting, but let no. me tell you, he's making plays when plays count. I he's agree. He's getting it out of the zone. He's not, Newton. I don't want to say he's He looks just like his dad Z, right now. No, he looks just like his dad. But he's getting it out of the zone. He, nope. He's defending his guy. He's not the playing. Young. Yep. He, he's playing the puck, not the guy. He, he's doing real good. But we just get a little bit more shooting in because we know that's what Tampa yeah. likes to do with their D-man. Yeah. They like uh, them to shoot. I'll tell you this right now, man. I grew up watching guys like Lemieux and Gretzky and Bure and, and Yager and these silky guys, these super skilled guys. But I'm, I'm a six-five man. I'm, I'm never going to be that skilled guy. But I always want to play hockey. So you know what? I didn't. I didn't connect with those guys. I connect with Sam, Samuelson, right? I connect with the Forberg. Right, the guy that plays physical two-way hockey. I love, I love uh, Penetenko when he was here because he's the grinder. That's why right now, currently, Killer is my favorite guy because he's not necessarily the the game breaker. But if you watch, if you go back and watch footage tonight, Killer might have been the best guy on the ice tonight, position-wise, as far as responsibility. He didn't make a single bad play tonight. Those are the guys I've always. And Nick Paul is right there behind him. And I'll tell you one thing that 11 and 7 gives us. We got to see something special. Just for a dash here and there. But maybe in the future, we might see Kucherov, Paul, and Killer on a line. That, to me, that's, that's a scary line if you want to play against that line. It's just playoffs, and it's 11-7, and seven, and so Coops is doing his best to put guys out there. But I'm going to tell you right now, I I just I just think that there's 11-7 and seven gives this team an advantage that most teams don't have, right? When you, when you lose a forward, most teams are like, oh, but I don't know what to do. Coop goes 11-7, he's like, oh, shit. I'm in my zone. I'm ready to go, right? So... There's several of you guys that are watching and also texting me 
um, and asking about the lightning flight tonight. They are flying home. I'm actually just waiting for them to take off in Fort Lauderdale. Um, but it looks like right now it'll be a 12.15 arrival time. Um, we're literally, it's just saying that there's a late, so they're waiting for them to load up in Fort Lauderdale, but it's a 45-minute flight whenever they do take off. Yeah. Well, and I like I like Derek what Derek's saying. I, I agree. The best pairing in the entire roster lighting is Killer and Sorelli. Like, you could put anybody with them. But I could see Nick Paul being like a 2.0 version of Sorelli with the pairing of Killer of Killorn. And it's going to be an interesting offseason. That's all I'm going to say. But, uh, what about know. Chernak tonight? Oh, Warrior, dude. Yeah. Warrior. Warrior. I, this, this entire season, not just tonight, I don't think Eric Chernak has ever battled through more adversity than he's seen this season. The fluke injuries, just doing the right things, blocking shots all season long. You know, I, I, I read an interesting article tonight, today, and it was talking about how we got Cernak three months before McDonough. I didn't even realize that. I didn't realize we had Cernak longer than McDonough. But they've been paired together basically since day one, right? The first playoff series, 2019, that Cernak played, he had .63, some of that, block shots per game. In the last two and a half seasons of playoff hockey, 4.8 block shots per game. I was sitting next to Tim Ritchie between the Bolts tonight. Um, I was out at the watch party, and she made a point. She said, Chernak reminds her a lot of the old-style defensemen. Yeah. And, and he does. He, he brings that that intensity, that toughness, the, the ruggedness that an old player used to do. Well, and I think that's a good point about our entire roster, honestly. If you look at not just our defensemen, but our entire roster, you see the way that it's built. We have new school players. We have, like, 90s players. And we actually have a couple of those gritty old school 80s, 70s, 80s, if you will, style hockey players. When the chips hit the table, right? They're not always going to be physically aggressive, and they're not always going to, like, walk the line. Like, game one, they didn't have to, right? Because Florida didn't try. There was no rough stuff. Tonight, as soon as Florida started to try and get chippy and try to respond, guess what? <laughs> the Bolts were like, okay, what? We're the Avengers. We've got a Hulk. What have you got? Oh, we've got a Loki. Puny God. Like literally, That's what I saw from the, the cats. Puny God. They're like... Oh. The light, and we're like, okay, you're making me believe. I'll be right back. <laughs> and then no. they would come Dude, right it back was, out. Listen, and it's it was like, a where parade, the fuck are you I, guys coming I, from? I don't think I've ever seen, hey, last night, a 9-6 to six hockey game, right? And then tonight, how many guys went down the tunnel and then came back? Yep. Okay, see, they came back. Dude, if, do you if want, I was like, on that Panthers bench, I'd be like, what do we got to do? Right. What else do we have to do? To, exactly. What do they? That's what I'm saying. What? How better can they play? What more can they do to win a game against the Lightning in this series? Stamkos, we took you out three times. What more can they? Right. Right. Cerny. <laughs> right. Wait. Perry hurt himself in pregame. Wendell Stitches came back and fucking scored the tying goal. 
Sergachev, like, Cernat. And the first goal, right, yeah. The first goal, right. No, right. Sergachev got stitches. Right, they all did. Right, Sergey got one on the chin. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they all did. But guess what? It's the playoffs, baby. Well, all right, Schooly. Hold on real quick. I want to know who people think their three stars of the game are. Um, what's your guys' Oh, uh, this is that, that, not listen, Chris. I, think, I like this right here from Chris. He nailed it. A line win and go down the tunnel to get bashed up and come back out. Great play. Go get stitched up and get back out there and do it again. If that's not the standard for lightning hockey, I don't know what is, right? Who was it that got the got the puck to the foot and they're like, don't take that boot off. You take no. that I forget which player it was, but one of our players towards the end there took the took the puck um, to the to the ankle and they were literally on the radio going. Jonesy was like, Don't take that boot off. You take that boot off, it's gonna swell up and you're not getting yeah. back on. Yeah. He's like, That's gonna be your walking boot. You're gonna take yeah. your you off of it. Oh, it was Hagel. You had to take your um, food off. He got carried down the tunnel. Yep. Like everyone else, I was like, okay, they did it. And then I saw Hagel getting carried down the tunnel. I was like, oh, shit, okay. That's the first guy. Because Mrs. Stash is at home. And she was like, oh, everyone's gone. I'm like, oh, it's fine. And literally, as she texts me that, I see, I look up, and I see Hagel getting carried off by two guys. I'm like, oh, well, there we go. Then suddenly, two minutes later, Hagel back on the ice, yeah. and he finished the fucking game, dude. Yep. Like, I just, I, I don't understand. Like, I understand you have a job to do, right? If you're on a network and you get paid to talk about hockey, I understand you have a job to do. And I understand there's 32 teams. I understand there's a lot of fans out there that you're trying to entertain. You're trying to speak to. You're trying to get their viewership. But if you know this sport and you bet against the Lightning in the playoffs right now, fuck you. Fuck you. All right, James. Hey, Anthony. Yes, my house on Sunday. Let me know if you want to come by. All right, so we're going to pick some winners. Uh, I need uh, a drink. Pick some winners. It's an hour. Yeah. We win so again. I'm going to say for the T-shirt, I'm going with Lynn Larson's three stars here. The training there we go. team as the number one star, Colt as the number two, and Bassi as the number three. I like <laughs> you it. can argue with it. Thank really. you, Lynn. I don't think you can argue with that one. No. Uh, and then I for the for the speaker for um, electronics. Uh, let's go to Point Kelly. I think we finally answered, finally answered the age of the question of who's the boss. And his Guess what? Ross Colt. It ain't Bruce. No. Not in Florida, it ain't Bruce. So, both of you guys, please message me. Um, Thanks, Clint. We'll, we'll get your stuff to you. Thanks, Laura. Thank <laughs> you, all of you. Steve Mandingo, you're always a winner in our hearts. You have done so much during the season yeah. for not only. I'm humbled ball, by your fanship, seeing Mandingo. For, for the show here, so thank you. That's right. Anthony James, that means your fiance has 37 more days to make sense of herself. Hey, mostly I would tell you to get the fuck out, but from my experience, I say die right in, my friend. Even if it's a dry pull, go head first. If you love her, do it. Oh, watch party, damn it. 
Yates. Yates pays way too much attention to where I live. I was going to say that means meth for everybody. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's on the other side of the road from which I live on, okay? Okay? Hey, that being said, what the hell? Panthers fans, Panthers Nation, if there is one, you better hope there's something more from your team because we might be looking at a repeat of 2019 right here when the president's winners get the broom. Yep. I didn't say the S word. I said the B word. Don't hit. Don't hit on me. What a, what a better goaltender to do it against, too. What's that? Not a better goaltender to do it against, Bobrovsky. No. Well, wouldn't it be? That, that's poetic justice, right? Yeah. That's, that's Tupac Shakur. The Let's year we Tupac. won. The year we won the president. Right, I, I know. I know. Yeah. I'm aware. <laughs> that's what, I, I get it. That's why I said poetic <laughs> justice. Tupac Shakur. All right. Everybody. Thank you so much for taking in this time with us. Shooters in España still will be mostly for the most of the second round. So this is what you got. Uh, I'll probably reach out and see if I can get someone here for uh, game three. Just to pipe in a little bit and make up the monotony. We already have someone. And we got someone already. Yep. Boom. Apparently, apparently they messaged me before tonight's game. Shooter told them to hit us up. And I Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I'll be broadcasting live right from Haney House. Boom. I gave you a little bit of government information there. And I will have people in my house. We will have a watch party. I, the schedule just does not work for me to get to the home games this round. It sucks. I hate it. I really, 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 really want to be there, but I cannot this round. Just, just what it is, what it is. Life is life. But that doesn't mean my passion won't be there. I'll be there. I'll be smoking meats. I'll be serving treats, and I will be talking about lightning tweets whenever we reconvene for Game Three on Sunday. That being said, this has been We the Thunder. Don't you forget to be the Thunder. Thanks for tuning in. That's it.